Hello everybody, this is Bruce Johnson with the Epic Real Estate Investors Association with our, uh, our next edition of our Epic Real Estate Revolution uh, podcast here with my uh, co-host uh, Logan Crush. Hey Logan. Hey Bruce, how are you doing? I'm doing well. A little tired today, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it's going, or going around. Yep. So it's putting in hardwood flooring today, so my, my back is not as young as it used to be. So. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like you said, we're kind of doing a little interview tour amongst the group. Right. Some of our some of our favorite members here. We have we have James coming up this week. Yep, and James Patterson here. He's one of our most uh, avid students. I think you've probably watched classes uh, more times than I, I could count, probably. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Logan. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. Well, so James and Logan, they they co-host the Essential Study Group uh, every Tuesday night. They're facilitating that group there and uh, James is a product of the product like uh, Logan is and mm -hmm. uh, myself and uh, he's been involved with us a little over a year started yeah that's correct January and uh, he's gonna tell a little bit about his background but um, you know, James has been, uh, been uh, gamefully employed for the last 25 years as a machinist that's correct yep and, uh, I work for a small uh, family-run company in uh, McHenry uh, like you said I've been there 25 years um, and yeah, it's 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 been a good job. Uh, yeah. It's been a fun job. I, I like what I do. I mm -hmm. uh, just don't always enjoy some of the nuances of the job. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of what uh, led me to look for other things to do. Okay. You know? um, yeah, and and I've looked at real estate in the past. Uh, probably about fifteen or so years ago I bought uh, the old Carlton Sheets Carlton product Sheets, you know yeah. I think somewhere yeah. if I looked hard enough I'd find that green binder with all those cassette tapes cassette in it. tapes yeah there yeah. you go but uh, you know 15 years ago I didn't think I was ready for it and uh, you know kind of put it in the back of my mind and but was always interested in it and then uh, yeah in the last probably two years started uh, looking back into it some more okay um, and uh, came across your guys' group and and uh, really found a nice home here. Yeah. You know? um, been a welcome addition to the team here. And I well, know, thank you. I know when we first started talking, you came out to a couple of uh, presentations and that. Yep. You were like, yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I, you know, my bigger pockets quite a bit. I'm taking a lot of stuff, things online that are free, and I'm not sure if a I A lot of YouTube University. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I get any more value being part of your group or not. So, right. like, you know, it's hard to, hard to describe what that, what that feels like. I mean, you know, looking back, I would definitely say I did receive a lot of value from the group. And one of the things that made me join the group um, was the fact that you guys met on a regular basis. Yeah. And it made me accountable not only to myself, but to other people as well, yeah. which uh, I found very helpful moving forward. Well, I think, I think that, well, I met your wife, obviously. Yeah, yeah, a couple uh, times. She's been, she's been priding you along, too. You know? She has, yeah. <laughs> she's been uh, the impetus of a lot of stuff that's happened yeah. in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really, really cool when we see uh, uh, family, you know, families come together with this program. And, uh, you know, you and your dad, Logan, and we have uh, several in our group that have, you know, husband, wives, or right. you know, tonight we have a new uh, father-daughter starting with our group. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they really are inspired by, you know, the family uh, opportunity sure right you know so people are out there looking you know looking for options to create more financial freedom absolutely and, and uh, you know creating a plan B as, as we you know, talked about before and uh, mm -hmm. you know I, I give you kudos I mean 25 years with the same employer that's yeah that's, not a lot of people can say that that's no, for sure no, especially I mean, not today you know, no not at all you know, job security is kind of an oxymoron I mean, you <laughs> still hear people working that long for the same employer 
You know, right. a family company is a little bit different because you have that you have that connection. You're not dealing with a corporate entity where yeah, you get a little more of that small family feel. Right. Right. But, so there's uh, you know, plus and minuses to it, and you know, I, I certainly encourage people to stay with their employment and mm-hmm. you know get their real estate business going, and you know, really figure out their, their way in, inside of this business. It's very rewarding. Yeah, that's what's what's nice about real estate is it can be a great plan B because you can put as little effort into it as you want, or as much effort into it as you want, and it can dovetail into the rest of your life. Right. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be. 24-7, you know, it doesn't right. have to be a full-time job if you don't want it to be, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, it does require some dedication and, and some some persistence, Yeah, you know, a lot of times it requires a lot of persistence. Well, and but, you, uh, you, know, getting, you know, getting a lot of wise counsel as you're learning how to do it, you know, Mark Kohler talks about, uh, you know, buying one rental per year, mm-hmm. you know, right. over the next 10 years of, you know, building a portfolio over, over time, that's trying to get rich quick overnight, but... Uh, Slow and steady can win their race. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah, we talk about that in the class, you know, using the uh, the four currencies, mm-hmm. leveraging those, you know. We, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's where the group definitely comes into big play is, is taking advantage of those currencies yeah. uh, with the uh, not only the education but the resources with the other people in the group. Yeah. Very valuable. Right. Yeah, you touched on a little bit earlier how, like, how good it has been to have the group there to hold you accountable. And that's actually something that um, we teach to the, to the members of the group is basically, hey, write down your goals and then go and tell everybody you know these right. goals. You know, you're right. Um, that was something that was a big thing um, last fall when you and your dad taught the course. Um, one of the things you asked us or everybody to do was to do our goals. And I remember looking back early in the semester around September or so, we did our goal sheets and we talked about our our one year, our three year, our five year and our ten year goals. And one of my goals was to buy a rent or buy some sort of real estate property by the end of the year. And I managed to do that uh, come November. Yeah. And uh, going back to the family thing, I probably wouldn't have done that had it not been for the encouragement of my wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she uh, the property's a little distance away, it's in Rockford and I came home from another networking group and talked about somebody I met and she says, well, you know, that was on a Tuesday evening and, you know, Sunday morning she's going, well, come on, let's go look at that property. And I'm like, (laughs) really, you think? And she's like, yeah, come on, let's go. What are you waiting for? She's like, you said you wanted to do this. Let's, you know, why are you dragging your feet? So, uh, yeah, about 30 days after that first look, uh, I had a, a, a deal done and moved forward from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, it takes, uh, that's what's cool about the group and, and letting people know what you're up to mm-hmm. because they'll start prompting you. Why yeah. are you doing it? You know, what, right. what's holding you back? You know, you and your dad, Logan, you you know, your dad prompted you to turn the car around and go oh, take a look at that sign yeah, and certainly. make the phone call and mm-hmm. you know, I've had people in the group that prompted me to get involved in this big development deal now. It's like, you know, why aren't you doing this? So Yeah, and the group aspect is great too because, you know, you sit there for even a couple months and you, you start looking around at the other people that are doing stuff and you thought, well, wait a minute, that guy's doing stuff. Why can't I do it too? Exactly. You know, and that's, uh, that I think is also a very valuable, yeah. valuable part of the group. Right. You know, um, you know, as you mentioned, I, I've been now with the group for almost a year. Um, so we go in like our six month semesters right. and the first two semesters I spent as a student, right. um, as I, the way I like to describe it as I spent the first semester kind of gathering all the pieces of the puzzle together right. and finding the border and all the edges. And then that second semester is where I was able to really start filling in the pieces yeah. and it all, the picture started to come clearer and clearer. Yeah. 
and, um, and then you asked me to uh, facilitate for the third well, third time around. So well, I appreciate that, was, that very well, much. We like to have products of the product, you know, facilitating the group. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I think it was midway through the first semester when you, you know, I think I was running that class at that time, and you were like, you know, I would like to do this sometime, someday. I'm like, you know what? I'd like for you to do it too. Yeah, you know, I uh, I, I threw my hat over the wall, as they say, yeah. and uh, you know, last January, you're like, all right, come get your hat. <laughs> so uh, yeah, here I am. No, I. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, I have enjoyed learning from the other people mm -hmm. in the group as much as helping them to understand the stuff. Mm -hmm. And that was a big reason why I wanted to help facilitate the group was um, to help other people understand it and give in that way, but also yeah. receive back um, yeah. by learning from the other people as well. It takes on a new dynamic when you're actually having to, to facilitate and yeah, you know, it does. lead people in the group mm -hmm. versus just you know being a student and one that's just watching classes and kind of right. participating so it's it's a whole different level of learning so I right certainly encourage people that uh, you know, want to take it to the next level to you know look at becoming a product of a product right yeah absolutely that's actually something we're doing a little bit less of this semester but we had the the learning period pyramid if you remember that and so Kind of levels of retention and levels of learning mm -hmm. and on the base of this pyramid the, the foundation of it is going out and teaching other people yeah. is the best way to guarantee that you yourself know what you're talking about yeah not only teaching it being but implementing it too mm -hmm. you know i mean yeah. you could you could sit there and be a bookworm all you want but until you actually go out and, and practice what you what you've learned um you know you're really not much of a product of the product you're just a a consumer of the of the information right right mm -hmm. so it really takes on another dimension when you actually take action on it yeah you know? oh yeah and it's it's cool that resources at the group that you can call on and say hey i'm not quite sure if this makes sense or not can you look at this with me right right so you know yeah and i can definitely um accredit the group for the action because yeah. of the weekly uh, involvement in the group and the, and the interaction with other people and um like i said i would not have gotten involved uh, had it not been for the for the weekly group, yeah. um, I know myself. I know my past experiences with stuff. Is that you know without that weekly support, you know I'll I'll finish all the materials, but it'll go back on the shelf and collect dust and yep. be right next to the Carlton Sheets package sitting there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I, I did that back in the nineties. Took sure. Carlton Sheets courses and I you know watched the you know I listened to the cassette tapes and went right. through the workbook yep. and all that and. You know, and if at the end of all that, consume, having been a consumer of it, but I was to know where, how to take action. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have that local support that really made a big difference. Yeah, and back then too, you know, my only um, resources for for other real estate experience was um, my father-in-law owned some properties and and built some stuff, and they didn't have such a great experience with it all. Yeah. I mean, they were they were building spec homes back when the interest rates were back in the the high double digits, oh, wow. you know? I mean, like, you know, in the like teens. Late 70s. Yeah, 80s, yeah, right? you know, and uh, so they're, that was kind of my frame of reference a little bit, and yeah. it wasn't always the, the best. And uh, I think even looking back, you know, if this group had been there 15 years ago, I probably wouldn't have been in my job for 25 years. Oh. I probably would be down a different path, I honestly yeah. believe. There's nothing wrong with having your, having your, your W-2. No, not at all. As long as you have a site also going on and right. you know, you're able to take advantage of the tax savings, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot to learn there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been so many things that I thought I knew that um, now I know I didn't know. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know until you learn it, right? Right. And, uh, yeah, the, the being able to take advantage of the tax 
uh, benefits of doing stuff. Yeah. Um, it's something we got a big benefit from the group. And I uh, really look forward to doing more stuff with a, a self-directed IRA. Okay. You know, I've heard of them before, but never knew you could really do as much as you can with them when it comes to real estate as well as other investments. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, start a snowball effect with that way. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Start with a little bit and start doing some transactional stuff and then yep. turn it into a much larger, you know, pie to, you know, yeah. down at the end of the road. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So what are some of the key epiphanies that you've learned over the last year? Oh, wow. You know, it's... You know, inside the group, there's been a lot of um, support from people. But outside the group, I do a lot of reading. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some personal growth books, some real estate books. But, uh, you know, epiphany-wise, I keep pushing myself. You know, I keep putting myself in uncomfortable positions. Wow. Um, you know, like offering to teach the class and then yeah. looking back and going, wow. Like, what do you mean you possessed me to do that, you know? <laughs> um, same thing with my first deal. It was like, you know, uh, I didn't think it was going to go down in 30 days, but it did. And it yeah. and it pushed me a little bit because it was yeah. like, okay, now you have to find funding for this deal. And it was like, all right, how am I going to do that? And, uh, yeah, you know, you kind of put your back up against the wall a little bit. And I know it's not for everybody. Some people like to plan it all out. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, I think, you know, even looking back to high school, I was always one of those guys that left wait to the last minute to fill to finish that report or that paper or whatever was due yeah. you know um yeah, yeah when you step into you know, un uncharted water so to speak you're not comfortable right. with you gotta used to being uncomfortable yes and that's yeah you know, a little bit of my background when i uh, started the club back and you know, took over the old club that was in 2012 there was another guy i was going to do it with he's going to be the front of the room guy and uh i basically dropped out of high school because of being afraid of public speaking. <laughs> so, talk about a growth experience. Um, yeah. The guy it didn't work out with this guy being in front of the room. So, guess who's in front of the room? It was me. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I had sleepless nights. I had anxiety you would believe. I mean, just like I, I, I was in the mindset that everything had to be just perfect. Every word had to be spoken properly. Everything had to be just perfectly in line. It was like, you know what? Get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's a good point. You know, if you wait for everything to be perfect, you'll never take action. Right. And, and it's very much, um, you know, I guess that's another one of those epiphanies with the group. Right. It's like you could prepare all you want, but it's never going to be perfect. Right. And and you have to learn by moving forward and just kind of learning along the way sometimes. Yeah. And uh, that's definitely been the case, I think, with a lot of people. Um, you know, some of the people in the group are doing stuff, and they're, Sort of feeling your way through it along the way, yeah. but the group is there to help, right. and that's that's the comforting thing about it all. Exactly. Yeah, well, we certainly had an incredible semester last semester in terms of how many people actually went out and did a deal. What there was probably fifteen people in the group, and gosh, did we have four people do deals last semester? Yeah, at least well, four, at least. four yeah, or I mean, five, maybe. We probably had another five or six that already had real estate. Uh, you know, just but new deals, yeah, yeah new people deals. that, that yeah, purchase yeah. new property yeah. or of some way, shape, yeah, or form. At least a third, third of this class to do the first deal. Like that's pretty powerful to have a what almost a forty percent success yeah. rate. You know, yeah, within, it was exciting within that first period of time. Right. right. So it's uh, it's a good incubator for uh, you know taking you know learning and taking action on it, and people are prompted there to you know right see if that deal makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it's something I find myself, you know, I, I use it as a motivating tool to know that it doesn't have to be perfect, and I am still in the early learning stages of it all. Okay. Um, you know, I, I reflect back on my own career and, and being 25 years at the same place, and everything we do comes so easy to me, yeah. and I'm like, well, it's because I've been doing it for a while. Right. You know, and, and you look around and you look at some of the people even in our group that have been at it for a while, and you think, wow, that guy's got it so good. But he's been doing it a long time. He's practiced and he's honed that skill. And, uh, you know, I have to kind of give myself a little bit of a break and say, you know what, give yourself time to hone that skill too. Right. But you have to practice that skill. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. So uh, yeah. we talked about the four currencies. You know, we uh, want to explain that real quick, you know, what those are. Over the, the most obvious one, which is, yeah, I mean, the most obvious one would be money, right? right? It's just a currency. We can use it to buy whatever we want with, well, most most things. Right. Some say it can't buy happiness. Some <laughs> might disagree. Yeah, but, well, uh, not necessarily buy you happiness, but it'll buy you real estate, and the money doesn't have to be yours. And that's correct. That's one of the cool yeah. things about, too, that's the education, the knowledge piece. You know, it's probably you know, right up there with, with money, is having right. the knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's the second, second currency that's available. And then the third currency is the community and having the support around you. You know, there's relationships in place. And then, then the one that we don't get any more of, which is the most precious currency. Mm -hmm. It's time. Time, right? Boy, you're telling me. Yeah. Then, I, I, I kind of geeked out a little bit today in, in a little preparation for this podcast. And, you know, I work a full-time plus job, you know, in, in order to make um, a good living for what I do. You know, I have to work a lot of overtime. Sure. So, you know, my, my hours are typically about 53 hours a week wow. and so over the last 25 years I think I calculated up I've worked probably close to 96,000 hours and it's oh like wow. man when you do it like that it's, it's sort of crazy <laughs> but uh, uh, several years of your life there That's yeah sure. you know and, yeah. and and I work with some guys that are getting along in years and and they're one guy's like seven years away from retirement I mean and they're they're counting down the days already it's like I got seven seven years and two months, and he's like, "But you got twenty five more." And I'm like, "Oh my God, don't even go there, John." Yeah, so it's always nice to have options, right? right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that you plan for and you took action on that can pave a way to a different future if you want to choose. Right, it, right. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, you know, my my short term goal is to try to have enough income uh, with real estate to be able to at least cut back on my overtime. Sure. You know, so I have a number in mind there. Um, like I say, I enjoy my job. I enjoy what yeah. I do. Yeah. But uh, I just don't want to have to do it so much. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, so James, I want to hear about your deal. Um, you know, how did you find it? Uh, or maybe just what is it in, in the first place? Yeah, so it's a single-family home. It's uh, located out in Rockford. It's uh, kind of your cookie-cutter, 1,400-square-foot, three-bedroom, two-bath house. Mm -hmm. um, I... Purchased it from a gentleman who's been in real estate for several years, uh, invested in the area of Rockford. I uh, met him through kind of being uncomfortable, going out to other groups and, and other RIA meetings and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, ironically, when I kind of looked at the list of people that were going to be attending the group, for some reason his name jumped out because of the region that he, that he invests in. And I Kind of in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, I, I want to make sure I get a chance to talk to this guy. Right. And uh, so I did spend quite a bit of time talking to him and, and uh, build a little bit of rapport with him. And he kind of mentioned that he had a, a property that he was going to let go and uh, for a number of circumstances. And 
but you know he kind of threw it out there and it sounded like a great deal it was a very affordable property and, and right up my alley and needed a little bit of work which I felt comfortable doing and um, and then he kind of pulled back on it a little bit. He goes, yeah, you know, I think my father-in-law wants to buy it. And so I thought the deal was off the table. and, and um, But that was the, the property that my wife had said, hey, let's go look at it. You know, he gave right. me the address and, and whatnot. So um, about a week and a half later, I get a, a text message from him. And he goes, yeah, my father-in-law doesn't want it. You want it? I'm like, wow, okay, yeah, I'm in, <laughs> yeah, you know. Right. And that kind of set the ball rolling. Okay. So, uh, yeah, over about the course of a month, um, I went out and found uh, some private money, mm -hmm. uh, borrowed some private money to, to purchase the price or purchase the house. Took a little bit extra from them to do some rehab, and then threw in some of my own money as well. Okay. So, uh, so I closed on that um, just before Thanksgiving last November. Okay. Um, so I haven't. I've had it now what uh, three? Yeah, not quite four months. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so I've spent the winter doing the rehab on it. Um, being it's my first house, and probably I know I'm going over budget and getting a little carried away, but uh, you know, I, I, from what I hear, it's all those first house mistakes you need to make. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, you'd think I'd know better from the education, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's winding down. Um, I'm hoping to have it listed here by the end of the month. As and, a rental, right? Yeah, it's going to be a, a buy and hold rental. Okay. Um, I think the numbers are good enough on it that uh, once I get it leased out for a little bit of time, I can go get some traditional bank financing and okay. pull everybody's money out, get my my uh, private money paid back, and get myself paid back a little bit. And so what are the numbers on it? What are your all in numbers to purchase and rehab on it? So I purchased the house. The purchase price on the house is twenty five, uh, okay. twenty five thousand. I took out an additional five thousand. So I took out a, a private loan for thirty thousand. Okay. Um, I've put in probably an additional seven thousand of my own money. Okay. Um, so I'm all in for was that thirty two? Well, maybe a little more than that. I think about thirty seven. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Thirty seven. Yeah. 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 So I'm all in for thirty seven. But uh, everything I've seen market wise for the comps and everything, I should conservatively, um, if I had to sell it today, I could probably list it for. 50. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I feel okay going into it there. Yeah. Um, rental wise, I'm going to probably list it for about 900 a month. Wow. Um, so it should should cash flow pretty good. Yeah, those are nice numbers. Yeah. 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 So it's it's in a it's in a decent neighborhood. I mean, I'd call it a C class neighborhood. Yeah. Um, but it's solid. A lot of rentals in the neighborhood. It's in a great location. Um, there's a park across the street from it, and uh, I've had a chance actually this weekend. I had. Got a chance to meet some of the neighbors, and uh, they've all said very good things about the neighborhood. And, and uh, yeah, it's you know it's a little scary. You know, you hear negative things about an area, you know, certain areas of Rockford and this and that. And that was one of the big questions I had with uh, for the gentleman that I purchased the house from. I'm like, you know, what's just kind of give me the lay of the land out there. Yeah. What's a good area to go to? What's a bad area to go to? And he's been a great resource. He's yeah. A very nice guy to deal with, and right. uh, you know he didn't just shake my hand at the closing table and give me a pat on the back and say good luck you know right. he's he's been there for for several things that I've that I've reached out to him for yeah. and and has told me you know hey if there's anything that comes up or you need just give me a shout you know yeah. he's like I have a very very deep bench in that area and yeah. has a lot of resources and uh, okay. yeah it's it's very true it's good yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah. yeah so it's nice to kind of have another 
local mentor, so to mm-hmm. speak. Right. You know, somebody I can. Somebody knows that market. Exactly. You know, yeah. That's, that's that's very important. You know, yep. I mean, it's, that helped uh, alleviate the fears mm-hmm. of going to a, a market that's you know almost an hour away from me. Sure. But uh, yeah, it was very reassuring having somebody like that um, mm-hmm. kind of have your back on the whole thing. Yeah. Well, Rockford's always been known as a good cash flow area. It's not yeah. really an area for with much appreciation. But no, and, and if you know that going into it, I think yeah. um, you know you go into the deal with your eyes wide open. Right. That's that's the most important right. thing. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, my first initial goal with any deal was to just buy it for the cash flow. Got it. So Got yeah. It. Pick up you know a dozen of those over the next few years, and uh, you know that's, that's a pretty good a step in the right direction, right? right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you have any plans, basically, to pick up more? Like, what's your forward-looking strategy? Yeah, um, I've looked at some other stuff in that area. Um, mostly just kind of keeping an eye on the uh, the Zillows and the Redfins and that sort of thing. Um, and two, kind of keeping my my finger on the pulse of what the market's bringing in. Mm-hmm. Um, now that the weather's getting a little bit nicer and I'm getting a little more time to be able to drive around, I'm trying to look for for some. Uh, you know, for sale by owners and stuff like that, I'd like to do more stuff with uh, owner financing. Okay. Um, because that market is on the lower side, it's kind of right. hard to pick up traditional bank financing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to do more of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm actually, my sister works in some of the hospitals out there. Mm-hmm. So I've talked with her a little bit over the holidays, and mm-hmm. uh, she actually even alluded that she might know some people that are looking to, to get out of some houses. So. Yeah. So that might be a good resource to start looking for some off-market deals and, okay. and seeing what they're interested in. Awesome. So, so we're in uh, March now. Um, do you think by the end of the year you're going to be able to acquire at least one more? My goal is to at least acquire two more. Two more. Awesome. Um, you know, whether it be in the form of two more single families or at least maybe a duplex. Okay. You know, uh, duplexes right. are always a, an attractive thing. You kind of can balance out your numbers by splitting the rent between two tenants. Right. right. So... Awesome. Yeah, awesome. but uh, there's a lot of lot of opportunities for a lot of different things out there. Right. You know, it's uh, depending on who you talk to. You know, it's, some people think it's a little bit of a hidden gem. You know, yeah. it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I compare it to Detroit or not, but it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. You know, everybody has their different feelings about it, right. and right. Uh, you know, then there's other people that look in in the Chicago area market and go, it's just darn too darn expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't make a cash flow. The taxes are too high. Right. That's all those sorts of things. Yeah. So, getting into the B and the, the A and the B markets, it's tough, it's tough to cash flow. Mm-hmm. You know, get good positive cash flow. Like you do exactly. Out there. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, go to the markets that are going to cash flow for you. Absolutely. Well, congratulations, man. It's uh, well, thank you. Good to hear your story and uh, hear more, know more about what your plans are for this year. So you put it out to the universe. I mean, you talked about one, two more this year. Mm-hmm. Two more. So. Uh, you know what? We're gonna check. There in I go you. again, throwing we're, my hat yeah, over the wall. We're gonna, we're gonna check in with you uh, by the end of the year and see where you're at because I, I think you're gonna be at least there. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I I think so. Yeah, I I, I, I I don't even think mm-hmm. so. I know so. Yeah. I know so because yeah. I've had this discussion with my wife, and yeah. uh, if anybody's gonna hold my feet to the fire, it's gonna be her. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So. so and and I appreciate that of her, and yeah. she supports me, and yeah. and uh, you know, you mentioned about the family involvement. You know, my my young adult children have been out to the property with me and mm-hmm. put a paintbrush in their hand and get them to work, you know. Payroll, yeah. man. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, another one of those great tax strategies. That's it. A little so. pay- payroll matrix in there. The there you go. Matrix, that's <laughs> yep. the, yep. the four quadrants out and make it work, yeah. right? Fair yeah. That's cool. That's cool. 
So, all right. Well, thank you, James, for being our guest today. Well, thank so, you guys for having me. Yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure. And uh, Logan, uh, any party thoughts on? Um, I will say this: talk to me after the podcast because I I have a duplex lead for you. But uh, other than that, <laughs> appreciate that. Thank you. You know, I, I don't really have anything. Well, you talked. Uh, we talked briefly yesterday. You had like sixty apartments you were looking at. Out yeah, so actually, apartment. out in Rockford, very close to where James's um, house is. I was just going down the Marcus and Millichap website because um, I'm always looking for for whatever the next multifamily will be. Right. Ideally, it'll be larger than twenty units. So I'm constantly progressing. But uh, yeah, I found found one out in Loves Park, sixty units. His purchase price is a little high, uh, $3 million, so right, that's almost $50,000 a unit. Yeah. You know, out in Rockford, that's um, you know, brand new, it might be, might be $50,000, right. but this was built way back in the mid-70s. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can do. You know, I'm sure a lot of you heard Mike last week, the, the creative financing genius. Right. Um, so I'll need to talk to him about that and right. just see where I can go, but I'm, I haven't given up on it at all. No. So well, your goal is to get another, what, 60 or 80 units this year, right? Um, it is 80 units, uh, and I did say in there I would be disappointed if I didn't get 80, but let's just say in an ideal world I can make this 60 unit happen, I would still be pretty happy. Right. That's awesome. So. Well, kudos to you as well. So. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, so if you guys are interested in learning more about our group here, uh, we run the Epic Rhea. Uh, club here. It's the Epic Real Estate Investment Association, and our website is epicreia.com. Uh, we also host uh, property tours throughout the month. Uh, this next week, we're going to be going to Barrington, going back to McHenry in a few weeks. We'll be going out to Logan and uh, your dad's property here in a few weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot going on here. So, if you're interested in going to our property tours, you can go to localpropertytour.com and uh, you know, like, you know, make sure that you, uh, if you like this podcast, you got value out of it, make sure that you like it, that you share it with others, uh, get the word out there about our group, and uh, you Sub- know, subscribe to it. Subscribe. Yeah, yeah subscribe so you get the notifications when we put on a new yeah, one. So mm-hmm. the whole, whole medley of these things going here, so it's been fun. Yep, yes, it has. Yes. So thanks, Logan, for uh, being co host today. James, once again, thank you. Thank and, you, Bruce. Uh, folks, we'll be in touch with you soon. You guys have a great day, and uh, uh, go make it happen. Yes, sir. All right, take care.